could on this computer. Okay, fantastic. Okay, welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club week 16 and beginning of the feelings challenge. So our theme for today is we handle our emotions without food. And um, yeah, I wanted to just start start today's call. Actually, I just need to make um, Caroline Hope co-host. Just bear with me. Awesome. Um, yeah, I wanted to start, I've been rereading uh, James Clear's fantastic book, Atomic Habits. And in that, he he has a really great like idea that like every action, like every tiny action that we take is a vote towards who you are becoming. So, um, so if you are like, yeah, I want you to like, just, just this idea that, that like, no, like everything that we do, it all adds up and not to do to remind ourselves this from a, like beating ourselves up perspective, but just from a motivation, like it all, it all, all makes a difference. And that every time we take an action, that's like a vote towards who we're becoming. So if we, every time we like, you know, stop when we feel satisfied, that's a vote for us becoming a naturally healthy person. Every time we plan our, um, plan out, like take the time to plan our treats, like, or plan our wine or whatever, like that's a vote towards us becoming a naturally healthy person. And every time we don't do those things, that's a vote for us staying the same. And so I just, I really like this idea of like, this is a vote because it then it, because in the moment it can seem like this isn't enough, like this isn't going to make a difference, but it actually does. Like all those little actions, all those little like one step at a time things, they're what, they're, they are what get you to becoming a naturally healthy person and they determine who you are becoming. Um, so, so I really like this idea of like thinking about it in terms of this is a vote for me becoming a naturally healthy person because it just feels empowering and it feels like, yeah, I'm doing something for my future self. And the other cool thing that he talks about is like rather than focusing on results, what you should be, what is more important to focus on is your tra tra trajectory. So it's like not the actual number on the scale and how quickly that's moving. It's like, who are you becoming? Like, how are you changing as a person and being really tuned into that and motivated by that? Um, so, yeah, I just thought I'd start by share, sharing that, that those words of wisdom from James Clear and yeah now we're going to like it's time to to have some celebrations so who has like a tiny win or a failure or something that they've noticed that they want to share with the group um so i, I want to start these more um hearing hearing from you guys so does anyone have any any little wins they want to or a failure that they wanted to celebrate Go, Sarah. Awesome. Hey, Jules. So one thing I've noticed and one of the differences is I've been listening to more people that I've been catching up with that I haven't seen in a while in these last couple of weeks and listening to the course of their conversation that um, that cruel voice to the self that or the diet mentality or the unnaturally skinny thinking is now like shouting to me crystal clear. And I'm realizing these are conversations I would have fallen into seamlessly. And yeah. now it's really standing out to me and I'm listening to these things 
And I'm finding myself, and I shared this in the circle group that I'm having, I'm finding myself doing more conversations with people of like, no, I want to know what's bringing you joy. Let's, you have a passionate hobby about this. Let's talk about this. Because yeah. I am so disinterested <laughs> in talking about who's got a thigh gap and <laughs> you know, what food can I eat today? And, oh yeah, I did this and I got to do an extra half hour. I'm like, this is not interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Me, that is my to me, that's my evidence that things are changing, even though I may not see it physically manifesting in me. My, my brain wiring is changing. Yes. And to me, yeah. that's a huge reason to celebrate. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. So yeah. And isn't that like, that just that awareness of like you wouldn't have even in the past you wouldn't have even noticed that this was the what was going on but now you do like that's huge I love that so it's feeling very good yeah good for you that's awesome yay that's awesome okay has anyone else got a a win they want to I want to share. It doesn't have to be small. It doesn't have to be as big as, as Sarah's. Someone must have something. And actually, this is um, Catherine did share in the group. I traveled in the chat. I traveled over Easter holidays with my family um, of origin and actually lost weight. Uh, uh, yeah, and I was able to politely tell my mom that her commentary on my weight was not helpful. Go, Catherine. Yay. That's really definitely something to celebrate. Okay, we've got time for one more. Who else has a – someone must have something. Yay. Go, Joan. Hey, Jules. Um, just an observation I had the last three days. Three days ago, I got on, I hadn't been doing anything special, weight-wise, diet-wise, you know, just kind of chugging along, up a couple pounds, down a couple pounds, you know, playing with the same few pounds. So I hopped on the scale and I thought, what is going on? I think I lost like six pounds overnight. And I thought, you know, that can't be right. No, don't, don't get excited because it was not right. I got on like three more times and the same number came up and I thought, holy cow, I was just about dancing around the bedroom. So then I thought, you know what? That just doesn't make any sense. So I got on again and it was where I thought it should be, which was a 10 pound difference. Right. So, the middle number must have been stuck on my scale or something on the digital scale. And I thought, Hmm, well, that makes more sense. And that's, if I had to guess what it was, that's what I would have guessed. And I was just kind of taken aback by the power still of that number. And I know it's just data. I've got a little note on my scale that even says, this is just data. This will help you. But I saw a low number and I was ecstatic. And then I saw a higher number and I was not. And I thought, hmm, you know, I don't want to be wrapped up in that. And I've been thinking about it like for a day and a half now that um, I don't care how long it takes me because these are very old embedded 
thoughts that I have. You know, I've got a lifetime of this twisted stuff, but now I recognize it. Now it's like, that is just a number. You know, why when I saw that number, I was happy. And then I saw the other number that I wasn't. And it was the same person that got on the scale. Yeah. So it was, that was my aha moment this week. That's great, Joan. And I love like that thought is like, like, like I've got it like this. I've got time to unravel this. Like this. I'll undo it. I, I know I will. I'm confident I will undo it because I see how powerful that is. And if I do it one molecule at a time, so be it. Yeah, no. I've got, yeah, I'm not in a hurry. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And great, like, but it sounds like you and you were approaching it from like curiosity perspective as well, Joan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, so I play a little game. You know, I play this game with the daily weight every day. I try to guess what it is. And I'm very accurate. Like I know how much salt I had and I know this and that, you know, and I know all the factors that affect it. So usually when I get weight in the morning, I'm plus or minus a half a pound. And it's, you know, it's kind of a little, just a little. Yeah. yeah. And then when I got on there, it was a six pound difference and I was ready to start setting off fireworks, but I you know, thought, oh no, just wait a minute. And then I thought, and what if that really was the weight? Why should that dictate me having a good day? I, yeah. should just have, I should just have a good day. I can just have a good day. That yeah. is a brilliant thought. Yeah, I can yeah. just, I can have, I can choose to have a good day. Yeah. Write the number down, but the day will be how the day will be and not because of it or in spite of it. Yes. Yeah. That's a really powerful thought. And yeah. this is just an opportunity for me to practice that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I noticed it. And so I will continue to notice that now during that daily way and observation. Yeah. You know, I want to hone that, that this is just a number and it's, it holds no power. And this is an opportunity. And I, I also like to the persistence of like, this is an opportunity for me to practice having that number, not having any power over me. Because oftentimes yeah. people will, will go, oh, I don't want to, I don't want this. Because the common thing is, I don't want this number to rule my life. So therefore I stop looking at the number. But it's actually more powerful right. to look at the number and see it as I'm getting to practice every day, having good days, regardless of what my weight is. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. real. That's exactly. a huge, that's actually a huge win. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Joan. That was awesome. Okay. We've got any, any more any more wins? I'll give you a, okay, this is where I get to practice being uncomfortable with silence. Oh, is that Jan, did you raise your hand? No, <laughs> she's like, no. Okay, Pam, yay. There I go. Um, so I, I just wanted to maybe follow up a little on Joan and, and also I cooked the chicken sauté thing with spinach, chicken curry sauté. It was delicious. So yay. Okay, yay, yay, yay. And <laughs> I also 
have two weeks now where I've planned the days. My husband cooks some of the days, but I, I did the planning. I figured out the, uh, I love the recipe thing. Like I figured it out how I could do it. Um, and then just hit print and yay. <laughs> I don't have to uh, keep looking around to, to find the recipe, <laughs> you know, how I could, it, how I could save them. Uh, so yeah, all that stuff. That was, that's my big yay. Oh, but um, I, I just, was, I've really been struggling. Um, I've been dealing with some health issues and my number has changed a lot. Well, no, scratch the however, and it also hasn't gone up. So when I, I am so happy, whatever that number is, I still have to watch that inclination to um, get happier when it's lower, but even when it's the same or in the same range, that means it's not going up. That's a, yeah, that's a great. And that means that's good, you know? (laughs) So I have to remind myself, no, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but again, it's just, I I really am working to not let that number define me. And um, because just like Joan said, I mean, you know, so uh, I'm going to be 65 this year. So this stuff is really deeply ingrained and the diet mentality. And this is the thing I keep having to, to not even to fight. I don't want to fight it anymore. I just need to change my beliefs about it. That um, it was always like, Oh, well, you just go on a diet and and yes, and magic happens and you just lose weight. Well, not if you want to change your behaviors for a lifetime. It it takes planning. It takes work. It takes time when you're, when you're trying to get rid of all this, you know, your way of living for, for so long. So uh, I'm with you, Joan. Yay. (laughs) got another you got another uh person cheering you on here because every day I do something positive towards it um that's another step forward in the right direction yeah and yeah whatever that number says it says and whatever it doesn't it doesn't yeah that's so much goodness there Pam like I love that like that thought that you're not like your weight hasn't gone up so that's a win like that's awesome yeah and also yeah like yeah and it's it's okay for this to take it'll it'll take the perfect amount of time I think like that's that's really the thought yeah and one yeah every step in the right direction like it's kind of and like that James Clear idea of like it's it's a vote every day that you you do one more thing that you having a healthier relationship with food it's a vote for or towards naturally healthy Pam getting here more quickly yeah yeah awesome Pam thank you for sharing yay excellent okay well that was fun um okay now plan for today is news quick look at our manifesto and 
our process and we're going to just do a quick recap on emotion stuff I've got here, my very technical language tools. And um, yeah, then I just thought I'd share about feelings challenge and then I'm going to open it up to coaching. So if anyone has anything that they want to get help with, like just start sowing those seeds, seeds now. Um, okay. So in terms of news, Feelings Challenge started starts this week, but of course you can start at any time. Uh, so yeah, like it's really, this work is so worthwhile doing. Like of all the challenges and all the things that we do, this is the one that really can make the most difference to your life and your relationship with food. Um, you'd think it would be the enough challenge, but it's actually this feelings work is the the deepest stuff so even if you think like I, I don't I don't emotionally eat I don't need to do that like I'd really encourage you to just just give it a go um, it's 21 days you can do it over whatever time frame you like you could you can it doesn't have to be 21 days you could just do a seven day challenge if you want um, and I'll go into the details of how the challenge works and stuff but I just wanted to um, sow that seed okay other news midterm break next week because I'm traveling yay um, so there won't be any live calls next week, but I will have a surprise for you. So you can wait to, for next week to find out what that is. Uh, free lunch in Santa Monica is still on. Me and Leslie are going to, I've booked a restaurant. It's going to be fantastic. Um, but yeah, so if you change your mind, you want to get to Santa Monica on the 1st of May on Sunday, <laughs> um, 2 PM, we're having a late lunch. It's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, so that's happening. And also we're having a, um, a lunch in Canberra for the Aussies and actually welcome to all international visitors as, as well. So that's going to be Saturday, the 4th of June. Um, so put that in your diary. I've got one taker for that so far. So that's going to be really fun. So you just need to get to Canberra. I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'll shout lunch. Um, and then that, and I actually I was coaching Bengi Sue in Amsterdam. She's lived in Amsterdam this morning. And so um, I'm planning a trip to Paris for my 51st, which will be 2023. <laughs> so if anyone wants to come for free lunch in Paris in 2023 in September, like just put that on your radar as well. Um, okay. And then, oh yeah. And the other news, just a reminder really, is that we do have like the daily podcast. So that in the private podcast feed, I do a thought for the day. So that that's still ongoing and with the feelings challenge I've got it synced so that our thought for the today matches the feelings challenge so that it's all kind of feelings focused at the moment but a new habit that I observed in myself that I wanted to share with you guys is um, I just noticed that like I usually listen to the daily podcast either when I'm doing my run in the morning or just sometime in the morning and then I would listen to it I'd think about it at the time and then I would move on with my day and completely forget about the thought for the day and I wanted to just be a bit more intentional about thinking those thoughts like a bit more frequently throughout the day so what I did is I got my post-it pack of post-it notes and I got uh, my pen and I put put them on top of my coffee grinder so now when I go to make my coffee I see the post-it notes and that reminds me to write down my thought for the day on a post-it note and I just stick it somewhere in my kitchen and it's really fun like so and I do a little test with myself to see if I can actually remember what the thought for the day is without um without um looking it up sometimes sometimes I, mostly I remember sometimes I don't and um, yeah, it's really, really fun. So uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there as an example of 
you know, using like setting up your environment and using habits to connect more with this work. It might be so, so just, you know, how could you use that idea of like putting a post-it note, putting post-it notes near your coffee machine in your life with your habits? And it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but just like that might be something fun that you might want to play around with this week. Um, okay, so that's news and just yeah just uh um so our manifesto so the thing of course we want to focus on at the moment is we handle our emotions without food but i also wanted to remind you of like point number two and point number three so like we are naturally healthy so nothing has to actually change about our way for us to be to become to be this naturally healthy person we can actually just decide to be that naturally healthy person now and like and then just use this idea of like every little action that we take every day it's like every like every meal it's an opportunity to like become more of that naturally healthy person or or less of that help, naturally healthy person so like we're always we already are that person but we're also becoming that person in an even bigger way so just thinking about that thinking about it in that that way like you know we're already naturally healthy and how like every little thing that we do makes a difference to us becoming even more naturally healthy um so that's the part of our manifesto i wanted to talk about today and just to our four-part process so i keep coming back to that because this is really the way that we become even more naturally healthy and really you know, when you're struggling and when you things aren't working out as you'd like just reminding yourself to trust the process while you're learning to trust yourself and while you're building that belief in yourself that you are changing um, so the, our process, we remember it from Je suis prête, which is the French for I'm ready. So Je suis prête, uh, we could talk about having lunch in Paris, but we'll get to sidetracked. Um, so yeah, just remember, so P is for daily practice. And with, with that, you know, remembering that you can make that how you want to make it. And it was interesting coaching Bengi Su this morning. She had like one of her wins was she's been doing her daily practice consistently. And the thing that changed was she, um, instead of trying to do it at nighttime, she's doing it in the morning now. And she moved her note, she put an, actually put her notebook in the um in next to her next to the loo so that she's doing it you know in the morning when she goes to the loo so she's and she said like that's changed change, like making it so much easier to remember and she's got that time set aside and she's doing it every day so um i thought that was a really cool cool thing to share and then with a daily practice remembering that it's up to you to make it what you want it to be and for you to um, it doesn't really matter what, what you do with that time, but just spending some time being intentional about the, this work, reminding yourself, you know, your, your belief plan, planning, thinking through your day or reviewing the previous day and just, you know, planning, particularly planning your alcohol and your treats, but also knowing that, you know, even if you, if you don't have alcohol or treat planned and then you get the opportunity to have them, just knowing that you can in the in the moment, like you just like how you want to navigate that is just to just to decide if you are going to have something, 
like decide before you start eating or drinking how much you're going to have so that you're using some sort of intentionality rather than just you know if like um I was coaching uh this morning and Doreen was saying that you know, she ended up at a friend's place and she had friend makes amazing brownies so she hadn't planned that but she decided yeah I'm just going to have a small slice I'm going to have it with some ice cream it's going to be great and that will be enough and so she did that and I was like that's totally exactly what a naturally healthy person would do they would make that decision they would be intentional of course there's going to be urges to have more brownie and more ice cream but you would just like be you know stick to whatever you decided before you started eating so that's a an, another part to the planning and the practice um, okay so the practice our review so that's just taking the time to uh to this you know just check in and see like what's working well what's not working well and it's up to you to choose the frequency of how you do that however one thing i will say is like whenever you're working on any change the more you take time to take stock of what's working well and what's not working well and what you want to do differently next time like seriously like the faster you're going to get get the change see the results that you want to see so doing reviews it really makes a difference and you know writing it down like yes you can do it in your head but writing it down is is even more powerful and posting in the group just makes it like sharing that is really fun but it doesn't have to be this big thing it can just be a one word review like that or a one sentence review so don't make it don't make it me like don't make it too hard for yourself like simple is best with reviews and with simple is best with everything basically um okay enough with that again listening to our bodies stopping when we feel satisfied and a couple of things i wanted to mention here so leslie's been um she actually decided that she would she's been playing around with this idea of like she sets the intention she's always going to leave at least one bite on her plate and that works really well for her and I've been playing with that as well like so rather than oh am I not, am I going to eat everything am I not going to eat anything knowing that um, I'm going to leave something is actually kind of fun and there's actually been times where I've gone I've actually still wanted more food so I've actually gone back and got like extra food but then left some of that extra food on the on my plate so like it's a little bit arbitrary but I think yeah, that could be something to experiment with if you are struggling with the enough piece. And the other thing that um, with enough was, uh, again, when I was coaching Bengi Sue this morning, she's kind of noticed that she, um, you know, with her stomach, she really doesn't feel satisfied. It's hard for her to feel satisfied. So even if she eats a lot of food, like it doesn't, the signals in her stomach aren't really great. And I was reminded that, um, there's actually, you know, it's more than just the feeling in your tummy when you, we, we're tuning into that feeling of enough. So if you are struggling with like how it feels in your tummy, just notice that there can be other cues that you get. Like um, I remember, I think it was Margaret years, like last year, she was saying she would just feel this urge to like, like take a big breath and sigh, kind of like, yeah, done. Like that was her cue. 
Um, and another thing that I've noticed a lot with myself and uh, other people that I've coached is just noticing like if your mind, like if you start to lose interest in the food, like if, so if you start to be like having the urge to pick up your phone and scroll on Facebook or you think of like starting to think about your to-do list of things that you need to get done, then that's another, like your brain's losing focus on the food. That's another really good sign that maybe you've had enough like that because you know, when we when we when when we haven't had enough and we're hungry, like we definitely have that focus. And when we when we when our brain starts to wander, so that just I thought I'd mention that as maybe something you might want to play around with when you're doing your enough work is looking at what are the other cues that I could be having that I feel satisfied. And I'm going to certainly do that myself this week to like see what I come up come up with. Uh, and then our final part of the process is T for tracking progress. And we had some good, uh, good thoughts about daily weighing and, um, yeah, like just re reminding ourselves that it's just collecting data. Like there's no, we don't want to be full of shame. We don't want to feel proud. We don't want to use this number to give us, to have power over us and our emotions, like how we feel. Like it's actually just there to guide us. It's there for information and for feedback, but it's not there to change how we feel about our days and um and actually Sheila had posted in the group that um she had like I, I really liked this was it that she noticed that she'd had like a eaten more than she planned for her treat the other night and then the next morning she was actually curious about oh I wonder how big this will be so that can be another thing to play around with is like using curiosity in with the scale I guess Jane Jones doing that as well when you're guessing like what it's going to be like and bringing some playfulness to it as well like I think can be a fun approach is like it doesn't have to be this big heavy serious thing like it's just a number and this is just a reflection like um, and how can how can you bring some playfulness to it and how can and how can you bring curiosity to it um okay so let's now talk about our like we can handle any emotion and just to do a quick recap on um the feelings work so we actually did a lesson on this a few weeks ago before during the enough challenge I didn't write down which week it was I think like maybe about week eight or seven somewhere around there maybe week nine um, so if you did want to go back more in depth you could go back and check out that lesson but the highlights from that so were um, basically like for a lot most I think in most cases overeating like the main cause of it is us wanting to avoid feeling a negative emotion and whether that's a big negative emotion where we're feeling really sad or really angry or really scared or whatever anxious like or it, it, but more often than not I think the overeating is driven by the small wanting to avoid feeling small negative emotions so whether that's feeling discomfort because we're out and everyone else is still eating and we're 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 stopping like we either stop when we feel satisfied and feel this discomfort or we feel or we keep eating so like we're actually you know a lot of overeating is driven by wanting to avoid these the, the little negative emotions as well as the big ones and so 
like by the alternative of course is for us to learn to feel the feelings and process them without using the food so be okay being okay with feeling bad and um yeah and the other thing to remember with the with this feelings work is that negative emotion is actually beneficial like we have feelings for a reason like we there's nothing in biology happens for by accident like we evolved to have emotions because they helped us survive and so we actually having negative emotion is good a because it provides contrast like if we were happy all the time the world would be a very different and much more boring place because and you'll know like when like if when you feel really sad and then you like um, and then you've like experienced some joy, like it's that contrast between the sadness and the joy that actually makes the joy even more enjoyable because you've got that contrast. And so negative emotion, it's there to provide contrast that so makes us appreciate the good feelings even more, but it's also there to guide us. Like if we're feeling anxious about something, it just, it, there's, there's, that means there's something that needs to be addressed. Or if we get, if someone says something to us and it makes us angry, like that's a sign that, you know, that there's something that like in, that's not right about what that person said and that we need to address it. Whereas if we were just happy about people saying stop to us, like, you know, we wouldn't necessarily take the action to address the, the problem. So I love this idea that negative emotion actually serves a purpose and it is, and it is good. So, so like it's, it's there to, to guide us and it's there to help us. Um, and then the other, so in terms of like, actually, so why, like that's kind of like the why around we do, why we're doing this work on, um, on, on feelings, our feelings. Then in terms of like the how-to, there's if just to recap on that, basically you want to remember that there's three A's to emotion stuff. So we want to have awareness, we want to have acceptance, and then we take action. Um, but we can't skip straight to the action because what happens for most of us, because we're not taught about how to be aware and how to have acceptance, is we our default as humans is to go straight to the action so we'd want to distract or we want to buffer like so we eat instead of feeling the even bringing awareness to the feelings or um yeah like so yeah distractions usually the the key the key action that we take and which of course like a means that the feelings haven't been processed so they 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 they're just sitting there waiting to come up um, and also then we get the net negative of like, you know, our behavior, whether that's buffering with food, like, you know, we get the weight gain or um, if it's buffering, you know, with social media, scrolling, whatever, whatever we doing or gambling, you know, people or alcohol, then we get like the negative consequences of that behavior as well. So the solution, of course, is to like learn how to feel our feelings instead. So and the first step really is awareness. And often, you know, we go unconscious when we emotionally eat. So what we want to do is just like really just when we notice that we're engaging, like if we notice that we're buffering, if we notice when we notice that we're um, that we're doing something that's you know, not taking us to being like it's a vote against us being a, a naturally healthy person, we just want to like 
bring awareness and we want to pause whatever it is we're doing and you can say like hey food I can come I'm going to come back to you but I'm just going to pause and just get curious and ask like what am I feeling now or what am I what am I noticing can be a good question to ask if you're new to feelings work and just bringing the curiosity of like what's going on here for me um you know what what am what exactly is it and trying to like put a name to it can be helpful but don't get too caught up in that like just even just acknowledging I feel bad like this doesn't feel good like I feel bad that can be enough to for the awareness piece and then in then we can go the next step is to look at acceptance and that's where we use like self-compassion and just this thought of reminding ourselves that like, it's okay for me to feel bad. It's okay for me to feel angry, scared, anxious, um, you know, whatever it is that I'm feeling. It's okay. Like, and just reminding ourselves that, like, of, of course I'm feeling this. Like, of course I feel scared. Like, of course I feel angry. You know, this just happened. Like, of, of course. Like, and, and just reminding ourselves that, like, it's okay. And this is part of being human, like negative, having negative emotion is part of being human. And I'm a human having a human experience. Um, and this is like, this is just, and this like the acceptance piece is, and just being aware and accepting the situation, that's often enough for us to process the emotion and for it to be okay. Um, and actually this, um, it's, this is kind of good timing to, because Nicole had a question and she posted in the group for coaching. So she um, she actually said, hi, Jules, I was listening to a past call um, where you were talking about letting people feel, letting people feel their feelings rather than trying to distract them. What does this look like for kids and for other adults? So when we're talking about acceptance, like I thought this is, this is a good time to, to coach Nicole on that um, because there's acceptance for us but then it's also important to be able to accept other people's emotions and other people like be okay with them feeling bad and um in psychology this is called like being um oh gosh it's i'm blanking on it now there's actually a word for it um it's like emotionally mature no um empathetic no no it's um differentiated differentiated is the word um so like and so it's like we're able to differentiate ourselves from other people's emotions so again like if you think about it so first of all is just being aware that someone else is having a negative emotion so whether that's and often they'll they'll let you know so you know if someone's angry you can tell that they're angry or if someone's sad you can tell that they're sad so first we have awareness and really what it looks like is just acceptance. It's, it's the same as what we do. The thoughts and, you know, behind it are the same as what we do when we're accepting our own negative, our own emotions. So, you know, it's just like, it's okay for them to be angry. It's okay for them to be scared. It's okay for them to be anxious. And just re like having that thought of like, it's okay for them to feel what they're feeling. Of course, they're feeling scared. Of course, they're feeling anxious. And just like, so the self-talk that you have, it's the same as the self-talk you would have for yourself. Like you're just having it for the other person's, what you perceive to be the other person's you know, feelings. And sometimes it can be helpful 
like the awareness piece, it can actually be helpful to check in, particularly like with kids, I think, but also with like other adults, like, oh, how are you feeling right now? can be helpful. That So then you can, um, your awareness is actually more accurate rather than you just assuming that they're angry or they're anxious or they're sad because of how they're behaving. Like actually checking in with them can be, can be helpful, but sometimes it may not. Like use your judgment in that and connect like checking in with them. And then the other, how, how this looks is like, is literally like you just being okay with them feeling whatever they feel. Um, and so an example of this, like with an adult, so I like just thinking about how to like bring this to life. So last week, um, so my Irishman recently started wearing glasses and so for last, he got them a couple of months ago. So he has like three pairs of glasses and he's just obsessed with the glasses. So he's always like trying on glasses, sending me photos of him with the glasses on and like whenever I sit on the couch with him he's like on his computer like looking at glasses websites like shopping he wanted to show me what do you think about these what do you think about these anyway so this glasses stuff has been going on and on and on and the other night he came home with a new pair of glasses and he was like trying them on and I was like it was dinner time like I wanted to like I just was not interested in the glasses so I said to him like he was like wanting me to have an opinion and I was like I don't care about the glasses and he got really angry with me right <laughs> he was like huh and so like and it, like I and in the in the moment I was like first of all I felt a bit bad because I'd made him angry because I was like I guess I was a bit short with him but this has been going on for months and so he was feeling really angry so he went over to the couch and he was like on his phone you know lots of angry vibes coming from him so I knew he was angry um and I just how this looked was like okay I know he's angry and I'm like, it's like actually, okay. It's okay for him to feel angry. And in the past, like I would have, like, if I didn't have this like differentiation, if I wasn't differentiated, I, what, what happens when you're not differentiated is like someone else is feeling bad. And so you feel bad as well. And what we want to do is, and, and that's not helpful. So then in order for us to like feel better we want to make them feel better and we become like we do people pleasing stuff and do all sorts of things that don't serve either of the parties involved whereas when I'm able to be okay with someone else with him like in this example I'm being angry um, I was okay with in the past I would have like probably gone and apologized and tried to make it like him feel better and whatever which would have perpetuated him like with the glasses in the future like and then I would have like you know it would have gone on and on so but in this instance I was like no he's like angry that's okay of course he's angry like he wants he wants to share his glasses stuff with me and I'm, I'm not having a part of it and I was just okay I was not uncomfortable because he was angry but I was just okay and I would sort myself it's okay for him to be angry it's okay for me to feel uncomfortable with this and I just let like sat with it and felt the feelings and then cleaned up the kitchen, moved on with the evening. And then um, we didn't actually even speak about it, but I asked him about something else and I asked him about his day and, you know, we had a good conversation later and it was all like, we just moved on and it didn't become this big thing. And it was funny because then on uh, the other night, on Friday night, we were out for dinner with one of his mates in, we were in Sydney and 
he was like on with the glasses again like just asking his friend what he thinks about his glasses and then he was like I have to ask you because Jules doesn't want to talk about my glasses anymore and we had a good laugh about the glasses thing but and I he even said like I was really angry with her like because she didn't want to talk about my glasses and so but if I hadn't have been okay with him feeling angry in the moment we probably wouldn't have got to that joking part with his mate like later later on so that's how that looks in in terms of like with other adults and then how it looks in terms of like being okay with them like in terms of kids I was thinking about um like Finbar last was earlier was it last year a while ago anyway he came home from school and oh yeah no it was this year so he's just started school and um he like I was tucking him into bed and he was like seemed a bit sad I was like what's up you know he seemed a bit sad and he was telling me that like so he loves tuna tuna sandwiches for lunch and they were, he said like the, they were teasing him and calling him tuna boy um which I shouldn't be like I didn't laugh when he was telling me but he was really upset about that and so I just like I was like like my thought was it's okay for him to feel sad about that like and I just said well, so that must be a bit hard and you know go so me feeling being okay with him feeling negative emotion like like we had a really like nice moment where we were really connected of like you know I was un- un- empathetic and I was understanding and he felt heard um and we so we had that and it, and I also like and the cool thing is like it helped him accept what he was feeling like he didn't I wasn't trying to rush and cheer him up and come up with a solution like we were just both a bit sad about like yeah that's a bit mean that they would be teasing you about your tuna tuna's delicious like they obviously don't get it like you know we had that connection and we had that moment because I was okay with him feeling sad and it also was teaching him that it's okay for him to feel sad and so we felt that. And then I said, you know, what do you, what do you want to do about this? And we could have, and then, so then we had a conversation about the action to take, but we went through the awareness and the acceptance first. We felt the feeling together and like, and, and that's a really powerful thing to be able to be comfortable with someone else's emotion. Um, so yeah, that's what that looks like for Nicole. How does everyone feeling? Is that, does that make sense of what we're trying to do here? Like, and how powerful it can be? Um, okay, Doreen's saying, thank you, it makes sense. It's okay for me to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like it's so it works in all, like all the dimensions of our relationships. So then once we've had awareness and acceptance, then we like can move into action and decide what to do next. So maybe sometimes if you're emotionally eating, like maybe you might want to, eat more that's okay but maybe you might want to like take a break and make a cup of tea or move into like another act like action that could be soothing or maybe you you might be ready to come up with like um you know solutions to this problem but yeah it's really you know up to you to, to decide um and like when we talk about soothing ourselves, we'll do a whole lesson on this, but, you know, it's just starting to think about like what sort of actions and activities can you take that do make you feel good without that net negative impact of, of reading and finding other ways to soothe yourself. So journaling can be great. Me drinking tea, I love it. Making a pot of, just that ritual of making a pot of tea makes me feel, feel good and calm. Or could be going for a walk or having a shower or a bath or meditating or breathing. Like there's heaps of different things. You know, reading a book 
maybe like scrolling something positive, reading something positive on online, um, you know, sending some, connecting with people, sending someone a message that you care about. But there's you know heaps of different options there. Um, and but we will do an, another lesson on on that in the future. So that's pretty much the. Um, I can't believe the time's gone. I was telling too many stories. Um, that's pretty much in a nutshell, like how like emotional eating, like how we um, like how we how we process it. It's like awareness, acceptance, and then moving on to action. But we need to be aware, and we need to accept what's going on first. Okay, so feelings challenge, everyone. Um, so there's two options for the feelings challenge. So if you want to find the details, they're in circle under the space. There's actually a feelings challenge space and two options. So there's a one minute version. And basically for that, there's a star chart or you can make your own star chart. And all you want to do is just once a day. And I recommend doing this before you start eating dinner. Um, just check in with your feelings and ask, like, how am I feeling? You know, what's on my mind? And the, the purpose of this is really to just practice bringing that awareness to what's going on for you. And then you, it's up to you to, you can either just think it, think it. If you want to write down, you could write down and name the feeling um, and then just mark off on, on your star chart. And that's, that's pretty much it. And that's what you're doing every day for the, the 21 days. Um, and if you, you know, if you forget to do it before you start eating, like just whenever you remember, just do your check-in then, um, just, just pause and check in with how I'm feeling and just doing like in the past, that's, that's been the feelings challenge and that's all we've done. And there's everyone who does that gets a lot of benefit from it. Like you really get to learn and you, you practicing this skill of bringing awareness to your feelings. So that's, that's option one. And there's like, you will get heaps of benefits from doing option one. Then option two is like a 10 minute a day version. And with that, I've actually created a work, a playbook for you. Um, so you've got the star chart, but what you want to do in this one is actually schedule 10 minutes. You could probably do it in five, um, but you know, schedule 10 minutes every day to like, just fill out. There's a couple of questions that we're asking, ask, getting you to ask yourself each day and also an exercise that we're doing. So first question is, um, you know, just again, how am I feeling? What am I noticing? So checking in and bringing awareness to your emotional state and then actually doing a little exercise where you set your timer for one minute and just sit there, close your eyes, and feel and breathe, which we've done in the group. Um, we've done on these calls before and we'll, we will do it again. Um, actually, we might do that now. Let's have a little feelings break. So we'll just, I don't have my phone, but we can set a timer. So what we, yeah, so just wherever you are now, let's like, I'm actually feeling cold. Um, I need to turn my heater on. Um, yeah, so we're gonna like just check in now and just, like close your eyes and then just breathe and feel just see what comes up for you
Okay. Okay, we can open our eyes. And yeah, so maybe type in the chat and just share like what came up, what came up for you? What were you feeling? What did you notice? And when you're doing that, like you can like notice emotional stuff, like how you're feeling, but also notice, like I think it's helpful to notice like just sensations in your body. Like if you feel like I'm feeling really cold actually. Um, yeah, like or you might feel tightness in your chest or if your neck feels tight, like just bringing that awareness to your body. So type in the chat and let me know what, what you guys, what came up for you just um. No one's sharing anything. Typing, typing. I actually feel I was feeling really. Dorian was feeling comfortable. Awesome. Got any more? Donna, feeling fearful. Like I don't know enough. Second guessing what I need to do in my job role. Oh, so Donna's feeling in her stomach. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay to feel afraid, like you don't know. Yeah. Catherine said she's feeling really sad. Family stuff. Pam saying you need to look into differentiation a bit more deeply. Yeah, Pam, and also you don't. Like, you know, it's just practicing this on yourself. Actually, that's a good, good point. Like practicing feeling your feelings on yourself first will help you like you actually don't you you'll naturally like the more you get better at feeling your own feelings and being bringing awareness to it you'll naturally start feeling that um you'll naturally start noticing and you'll actually start seeing like you naturally become differentiated because you're like when you learn it for yourself you'll actually see oh actually that's my husband's anger like he's feeling like like I like I didn't have to do any extra work on that it was just me doing the work on myself helped me bring awareness and now I can identify I have awareness of oh yeah Glenn's feeling angry and that's okay and Finbar's feeling sad and that's okay like so you actually yeah don't need to do that um okay meg said she's feeling overwhelmed too much on my to-do list that ran really distracts me yeah yeah that's that's okay yeah and that's okay like for all of us like we we're all doing the best we can and like yeah of course like we've like so with the overwhelm now like of course you've made you of course you're feeling overwhelmed like because you've you know you've got so much going on like just that I love that thought of of course I'm feeling like that like that's the first first place um and yeah like Donna of course you're feeling afraid like when you're second you second guessing your job like of course that's that's there and like and just just knowing that you being willing to feel that and you acknowledging what's going on is such a powerful place to then be able to look at, okay, well, how do I want to approach this differently? Um, so Sherry said she's feeling overwhelmed and restless, feeling like I've been trying to make too many changes in too many areas at once. Yeah, and of course that's making you feel overwhelmed, Sherry. Like, yeah, and that's okay. Like you can handle that. 
And then from that place of feeling like when you've had, like when you've allowed yourself to feel it, then you can look at like, okay, well, this is what's this, I'm feeling overwhelmed from all this. What do I want to do differently now? And what action do I want to take now? So yeah. So that's um that's it for today. And um, yeah, so a home play is like really this feelings challenge piece of like doing this work and and yeah, like being open and just seeing what what comes up and just knowing that like you know the the I, I guess the other thought behind all this this is that you can handle it like whatever it is that's going to come up for you like that overwhelm like like you can handle it like don't have like feeling afraid like you can and like you can handle that fear like of course you're feeling it and yep and there's and it just reminding yourself that there's just there's something for me to learn here and actually that's some work that I've been doing um like inspired by Tony Robbins is like whenever I'm feeling negative emotion is and that's one actually that's in the feelings challenge the other I forgot to um, forgot to go through the other questions so the first one is how am I feeling then we do the feeling and breathing exercise which we just did so just one minute if you want to sit for longer you can but one minute is enough or even 30 seconds if that feels too much and then the other questions are like what could be one tiny positive from this situation so for Sherry like if you're feeling overwhelmed you know, like you've been taking on too many changes, like what could be the one positive from this might be, okay, this is a time to regroup and just rethink through and prioritize. Like what are, you know, which changes can I leave for now, park for now, and which ones do I want to focus on? Um, and for Donna, like if you're feeling that fear, like so what could be one tiny positive is this, like maybe this is a new second guessing what you need to do in, at work, like, maybe the tiny positive because like using this fear as a sign of like no I need like this like I can do some work around learning to trust my judgment and trusting myself and um and and backing myself when I when I don't when I'm unsure so that's the second question is like just looking for like what could be one tiny positive from feeling this negative emotion and so for my example with Finbar like a tiny positive from that was like getting to feel connection with him in and helping him learn to to be okay with feeling sad um and then the um next question is tonight I will soothe myself by dot 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 so that's just a reminder to like like how think of something that you would like to do to soothe yourself to make yourself feel good so that might be I've actually been um from doing my work as my sex coach um dancing like just putting on a song on my headphones going to my bedroom closing the door so no one could see me and dancing like a crazy person for for like just one song which is really fun but um yeah like and then the other the last one is our thought is um Dear, like writing something, dear body, I love you because, and that's just to like connect with our body and appreciate our body for exactly as it is. Okay, have a beautiful week, everyone. So I will see you in two weeks' time. And 
yeah, if you change your mind and you want to come to Santa Monica, you can um, message me in circle. I'll, um, I'll be checking those. Um, yes. And yeah, have a fantastic week. Hope, looking forward to hearing how everyone gets on with the feelings challenge. And yeah, keep an eye out for the surprise that might be coming your way next week. Okay. Have a beautiful week, everyone. I'll catch you, catch you in two weeks time.